Parak Dalid. We learned yesterday that Parak Dalid is not entirely from Mesechta Bikurim. Parak Dalid focuses on what an androgynous is and the various dinim of an androgynous. And the Kahati actually brings down that we learned back in the beginning of the, our, our Mesechta and the Psir, the introduction to our Mesechta, that this Parak, this source, is a Tosefta in Bikurim. And according to many Mepharshim, it's not even part of the Gufa Mishnah. Al Shabakamik Savyad, there were different Savyads of the Mishnah that has this parak attached to it. Vaishnav Nusakhos Shonas are all different types of Nusakhos text to this Mishnah, meaning the Mishnah of Satas, Re'im, Nitpas, there's four Nusakhos. There's the Nusakh of the Gemara, there's the Nusakh of the Rishash, Nusakh is like the text, there's the Nusakh of Ramnacham Azayim from, from Pano, and the Nusakh of the Gra. Uh, however, in the Yushami, Aina Parakaza, this parak's not even there. The regular Mepharshim Mishnah, the Rambam, the Bartanura, the Tosas Yomza, they don't even explain, they don't add, they don't comment on this parak. But nevertheless, for Safu Khan as a parak, as I had this parak, they included it here in the Mishnahis, it's part of the calendar, the Mishnahis calendar. So they put it into the Mesechta. And we're going to go with the Pshat of the Vilna Gon, or the Gura, to explain these Mishnayos. So they're very interesting and they're very informing. And we'll learn all about an Andragonist in these five Mishnayos in Parak Dalit. Says the Mishnah Mishnah Aleph. Andragonus. So Andragonus is an individual that has the simanim, the signs of both a Zachar, a male, and in a Keva, a female, Ke'echad, as one. So this Andragonus, Yeshbo Durachim Shabbat La'anashim. There are certain things about him that make him compare to a man. Yeshbo Durachim Shabbat La'anashim. And there are certain things that make him compare to a woman. In certain areas, he's compared to both a man and a woman. And there are areas that he's compared not to a man nor to a woman. This is the opening Mishnah Mishnah Aleph. So Mishnah Bayes, let's digress. Kaitzat Shava, how is this is compared to La'anashim to a man? This is the Mishnah, a number of examples. Metame beloven ke'anashim. He's metame keloven ke'anashim. What does that mean? So, kishazav menu, when a man has an emission of zav, nozel lava, and this flow of this like white liquid, like the, the dough of barley, kloven beitzim mozeret. This is beitz she'ena froach mitrakim ba bishas hadagira. So, this is a egg. The chicken egg that has not developed, uh, the egg is not developed at the time when the chicken is uh, sitting upon it. Okay, so it's an egg that's not developed. The point is, it gives off like this whitish color. So a man, a male, that gives off a uh, flow of this zav flow that has this white whitish color, he becomes a zav. So too, this androgynous, if this flow comes out of his body, he will be a zav. Whereas an Isha woman, she does not become a zava with this white liquid flowing out of her body. Says the Mishnah, he cannot wear the garments of a woman, he cannot wear beggar Isha. He has to dress like a man. The nose say, he can marry a woman, but he cannot marry a man. Why? We're giving him the status of a male. When he lives with him, it's like Mishkav Zachar. And he's over the love. So therefore he can't marry a man. He could marry, but he could marry a woman, not a man. 
His mother sits on him, the Dam Torah like men. Meaning it says in the Torah, Ishik, he says, when a woman gets pregnant and she gives birth, and she gives birth to a Zachar, she's tummy for seven days after the birth. And then Shloshimyam for 30 days, or Shloshimyam for three days, meaning for 33 days afterwards, after the seven days, Teshe Bidme Tahara. She sits in the Dme Tahara. So we learn out from this Pasuk that when a woman gives birth to a male, so for, for the first seven days she is Tameh, and the remaining 33 days, any blood that she sees is what's called the Dam Tohar. It's like the Tohar blood, meaning the blood will not make her, will not add additional Tama to her. That's when she gives birth to a male. If she gives birth to a girl, to a female, then the first 14 days she's Tameh, and the remaining 66 days, she's Tame, but the blood that she sees is called Dam Tawar, meaning he won't add additional Tama to her. She keeps her status of Tama, but doesn't add any more Tama in those 66 days after the 14 days. So again, when a woman gives birth to a boy, to a male, she's Tame for seven days, and then she's Tame again for another 33 days, but any blood she sees during this the last 33 days is what's called Dam Tawar. It doesn't add any more Tama to her. And by a girl, when, she, when, when the woman gives birth to a girl, to a female, the first 14 days is she's tame, uh, regular tama, and the last 66 days is what's called dam toar, that she's tame, but any blood that she sees does not add more tama, it's called the, the dam toar. She stays in that uh, tame status, and at the end of 66 days, she becomes tar. So with that in mind, the mission says that an androgynous, a mother that gives birth to an androgynous, has the status of a zakhar of a male. That the mother will sit on him a total of 40 days, 733. Meaning, after the 40 days, so she has the first seven days she sits, then she has 33 days, that even if she sees blood during those 33 days, she's still tummy, but there's no additional tama. After the 40 days pass, if she sees tama then, then she'll become a new so that's the point over here, that the mother sits on this son a total of 40 days, because the androgynous with the status of a boy. He's not permitted to have yichud with a woman. He cannot be secluded with a woman. It's just like a man. So he is the status of a man, that he cannot have yichud. He cannot be secluded with another woman. He's not sustained like the daughters, with the daughters like men. What does this mean? So the Gemara Rabbasha teaches that Misha Mace, when a person dies, he leaves over sons and he leaves over daughters. The Lacha is that when there's a lot of assets, there's enough to feed the daughters and there's enough to leave an inheritance for the sons. So then Habanam Yershu, the sons inherit the estate, and the daughters, Yizayna, they get fed from the food that's there. Because this is the Tanai of Beisdin, like it says in the Sechtok Subis, and this is what is set up. Now, if the Nechassim, if the assets are and what are small, all there is is enough to feed the daughters alone, and that's it. So then the daughters are Yizayna, the daughters feed from the estate, uh, from the food that's left over, but Habanam and the sons, Yish'ala, Pesach, they have to knock door to door, and you know, ask for gifts. So the mission is coming to teach us that this um, androgynous, if his father dies, and the nechassim, the asses are muatim, are small, androgynous, so he doesn't get, uh, he's not sustained with the daughters 
from the little bit of food that's left over. So the daughters, if to keep in mind, they don't get anything from the inheritance. So when it comes to the food, they take priority, and they get the first food that's there, and the sons have to go knock on the doors. So this androgynous will have a status of a son, and when the assets are very small, and all there is a little bit of food for the girls, they get to eat from it, but the androgynous, along with the other boys, has to knock on the doors and get from the neighbors over there. Okay. They point out here that uh, a tumtum and a dragon is all the same halacha with this regard. If overall baltakif, he's not permitted to cut off his pace. he cannot shave off his beard. says by a coin that cannot become If the dragon is a coin, he has the same law, He cannot become tummy. It's like men, meaning uh, a woman is not obligated to all the things that we mentioned here in this Mishnah, but the, but a man is. And that dragon is the status of the man. She was obligated in all mitzvahs of the Torah, just like men. Even a mitzvah grandma, we know that women are exempt from mitzvah grandma. Like Kriyashma, for example, they're exempt from it because of time bound mitzvah. The Sandrags will be high, just like men in the time bound mitzvahs, and he will not be exempt like a woman would be exempt.